But the gospel's not even to them. The Bible rights gives any man a right to leave and divorce and leave his wife that'll cut her hair. That's the Bible. That's thus saith the Lord. I am God's voice to you. I challenge your faith. She is the lowest of all animals that God put on the earth. He's the pig to begin with. Not a man, God. But it'll come to a prophet. The new theology that William Branham introduced into the post-World War II healing revival had several themes that religious leaders agreed to be based on good intentions. Branham began the revival by inviting all denominations as an inter-evangelical effort, asking the revivalists to put aside their differences and join together on common ground. Branham himself had difficulty containing his own differences of opinion, however, and began introducing themes that violated the core principles of some of the religious leaders. As more and more revivalists left the movement over these differences, Branham drew a line in the sand by becoming more aggressive in his usage of those themes that others found offensive. Even Ern Baxter, named partner of the Branham-Baxter campaigns parted ways over these differences. There was one very positive result from all of this, if it can be viewed as positive. Branham began to lose control of the revival. His narcissistic tendencies began to surface. He had created a public image of humility and collaboration, but as the revival began to fade, his lack of humility became exposed. Branham had fueled his revival by dividing the churches that he called cold and formal. But after losing control, he tried to create division among those who were his own supporters. The worst example of these divisions, in my opinion, was Branham's attempt to divide the sexes. By the end of his life, this became one of the most destructive and demoralizing themes that would become his legacy and continue in his cult of personality long after his death. The positive is that by exposing himself as the opposite of humble, religious leaders became aware of the destructive doctrines and opinions that Branham held back when using his stage persona that would have otherwise disqualified him as a Christian minister or evangelist. When Christian researchers, who have never been influenced by William Branham, begin researching the message, they sometimes have difficulty in understanding Branham's doctrines that were designed to divide the sexes. Galatians 3.28 lays the foundation for both racial and gender equality in Christianity. It says, there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. You are all one in Jesus Christ. William Branham disagreed with this passage, claiming that the gospel of Jesus Christ was not intended for the Jews, also disagreeing with Romans 1.16. And from 1947 to 1965, gradually introduced doctrines intended to diminish the roles and the status of women. By the end of his life, Branham began claiming that the status of women was reduced to the animal kingdom 
and was lower than a dog or a hog. Leaders of the message use statements made by the early versions of Branham's stage persona to deny Branham's spiritual abuse of women. In the early years, before narcissistic tendencies began to surface, Branham's public image seemed to support equality, and derogatory statements against women are dismissed by cult leaders as only applicable to ungodly women, meaning those women who do not accept Branham's authority in doctrine and scripture, specifically those who do not have the Pentecostal appearance from the 1940s and 50s. Examining the later years, however, during the time when Branham's filter was fully removed, it is clear that Branham's divisive statements were targeting all women, not just women who are outside of his personality cult. The best examples of Branham's position against women can be found in his 1965 sermon, Marriage and Divorce. In this sermon, Branham made public his disagreement with Genesis 1:27, claiming that women were not in the original creation. He said, she's not in God's original creation. She is a byproduct. Branham then disagreed with Genesis 2, 20-24, claiming that women were designed for filth, not as a partner of the men. He said, she is designed alone for filth and unclean living. A dog can't. No other female can. It's just the woman that can. Branham is very clear that he disagrees with both Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 in that he introduced Satan as the designer of the female in the human species. He said, You may question me about Satan being her designer, but that's the truth. Satan designed her. He still does it. And William Branham makes a clear distinction between all other species, claiming that because Satan designed women, they were worse than a hog or a dog. He said, just think of this now. There's nothing in the world made in God's creation that can be immoral. Stoop that low. You say, wait a minute, man. We're going to get to that. The woman has to say yes. Notice, there is nothing designed to stoop so low or be so filthy but a woman. A dog can't do it. A hog can't do it. A bird can't do it. No animal is immoral, nor can it be, for it is not designed so that it can be. A female hog can't be immoral. A female dog can't be immoral. A female bird can't be immoral. A woman is the only thing can do it. Now you see where Satan went. This doctrine, fully intended to turn his own following against each other, did not simply surface in one single sermon. There were signs of Branham's stage persona withholding the destructive doctrine throughout his time of leadership in the revival. In 1957, Branham disagreed with Proverbs 3.18, claiming that women were the tree of death. The woman is the tree of death, he said. The man is the tree of life, for the woman doesn't even bear life in her. In 1962, he said that women were a perversion. 
He said, you remember what was the first perversion? Was a woman. Multiple times, William Branham exposed his personality disorder by admitting that he felt that women were not worth a good, clean bullet to kill them with. In 1963, Branham disagreed with Romans 5.19, claiming that the original sin in the Garden of Eden was caused by the female and not the male. Even his doomsday scenario was altered in 1955 to say that the woman would be the root cause. He said, before the end time comes, there'll be a woman that'll be a great ruler of this nation. She will either be a president or something on that order, some great woman. Branham's divisive doctrines served the purpose for which they were intended. They were destructive and demeaning. The doctrines did cause division, and the seeds of destruction that he planted continued to grow long after his death in 1965. They caused men in his cult of personality to look down upon the women and suppress their voices, both spiritually and politically. They robbed the women of their self-esteem and dignity while empowering men with similar personality disorders to abuse them. And the children, raised with this destructive theology, show the type of fruit that was planted. Years of counseling and therapy are frequently needed for former members to heal and adopt a healthy view towards the other sex. 